Well, hello there, universe. My name is Manny. And my name is Brandon. And together we are... The, the Nerd Lot. I'm, we're out of practice here, all right? All right, welcome back. I know we've taken a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, it's been about a month or so since the last recording. Uh, things are busy. Things get crazy. So, you know, a whole bunch of stuff happens in between. And, you know, uh, our, our lives are consumed by, first and foremost, we're dads and our jobs and all that. And all that while, you know, a pandemic is still going on. All right, uh, Brandon, I, how are you doing, I, man? Go ahead. Uh, I'm, I wanted to say um, Happy Father's Day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Happy Father's Day to you as well. I know uh, it just happened yesterday. Just happened uh, yesterday. How, how was it? How was it? It was my first Father's Day. It was That's fun. right. Um, you know, and uh, I have more to I have more to tell, but I could took it easy. Um, saw my wife's grandparents, and just kind of relaxed at home and just hung out with my wife and kid. And that's you know, that was a joy. I was. It's been a long time coming for me and my wife, and we're just very happy that we're in the parent game. And this is. I was very graciously welcomed into the Father's Day Club um, by my friends, yeah. family, texts. Um, so I felt very loved, very appreciated. Um, it was a good day. How was yours? Oh, you know, it was very, it was very good actually. Thanks to my wife. You know, she was able to make sure that I had a, a very pretty much spend it however it is I wanted to spend it, which was with them. You know, I really wanted to be able to spend it with them, relaxing. And, you know, she, the entire like first half of the day, she was on my ass because uh, she kept telling me, just sit, relax, watch something, watch, spend time with the kids, watch something with the kids or watch whatever you want. But I insisted on wanting to like, you know, use that time to clean up around the house or like, or like, you know, just move straight around or all that. And then she's like, no, just stop it. Just stop doing things. I'm like, I can't, I got to keep going. Right. Well, I mean, like it gives you that, it gives you that peace of mind. Like what a great gift does. For, for yourself. It does. Like, yeah, it does, man. And, and if you know, but the thing is, it's like, it's when you see clutter, it's kind of, you can't relax when there's clutter. Right. Um, but other than that, it was very relaxing. Uh, I got up at about, I'm going to say maybe closer to line fine i was able to sleep in just a tad bit and then we she called me uh upstairs and my daughter went downstairs and she's like dada dada uh we need to go upstairs well my wife and her had worked the night before they had worked on a gift you know getting making like a treasure chest type very thing. cool very cool and, and, and inside of the treasure chest was all the gifts uh in there uh the other part of the day uh you know so obviously you know it, coronavirus has been good to me as far as facial hair and as you can see i have like a whole grizzly adams thing going on right yeah i think yep. this is the, the longest you've seen my beard and uh and because of that like you know yeah you know you haven't since i mean you, you're just now seeing how gray i'm getting um but anyway she got me a whole bunch of like uh you know like beard grooming products nice uh, and all sorts of stuff like that a bunch of t-shirts uh you know like a bunch of stuff that i'm into how about you what kind of stuff did you get um i actually got um an artist rendering of um a photo of malcolm and myself so um there, there was a picture right before coronavirus that we're at the park um remember mm -hmm. parks remember weren't they fun is that a thing with grass <laughs> i think so yeah. i've heard of them so like i'm actually like holding him on the swing um and i'll, I'll probably show like a digital copy when um in post-production i'll throw it on here and it's just like a picture of me like giving him a kiss and this lady like drew hand traced it, drew it, and she gave me a frame of it. So whenever I get my home office or it's just going to be up there, it's a, it's really cool. Like it's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. It's just, That's awesome. That's you know, awesome, man. I, you know, like a brand new dad, like uh -huh. it's, I don't have many, it, it's pretty cool to see like yourself and your kid. Uh, and um, also this lady gave me a nice hairline. So it was very, very, I'm very appreciative of that. My hair is nice and thick in that rendering. So I'm just like, hmm. Hey, bro, you know, there's nothing that just, you know, that, that just, you know, the fact that he, uh, people start, uh, you know, getting a little thin on the top there, that just means we have way too much testosterone. I just call right? it, I call it gravity. I just say gravity sucks gravity. down here and puts it down here. Yeah, and with age, gravity also makes our nutsack sag a lot more. Mm -hmm. You know, it's unfortunate. But uh, but yeah, you know, overall, it was a great Father's Day. Uh, every uh, I've been 
fortunate to celebrate Father's Day for the last few years. Uh, you know, that was just another one for the books. Uh, and I'm glad that you were able to experience it for the first time. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and kind of go from there. Absolutely. But uh, anyway, man, I know we haven't seen each other for about a month or so. Uh, and so what's been going on with you? So, uh, you know, we haven't met for like a month or so. And we've been talking about like, oh, well, let's, let's mention, let's talk about Bill and Ted. Let's do this. Let's do that. Um, and then a couple of weeks ago, I, I guess I, apparently my body has been failing me, um, long story short. So last week, um, I was like Saturday, I couldn't eat, couldn't really sleep. I was, my body, was, I, I couldn't keep down anything and had no energy on Sunday, slept pretty much all day. This is a week ago. You know, I didn't, I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, all right, well, I probably have some sort of, you know, virus hopefully i first i thought i had coronavirus then i checked my temperature and i was like okay no temperature i never i never had a cough never had anything well you had so, all that weakness right a lot of weakness no energy i couldn't eat and it continued into sunday and then monday and then i was started throwing up and my wife's like just go to urgent care so i went to urgent care and uh, it turns out my blood sugar was at 600 Jesus. And um, they, they said that I was a diabetic and I had no family history of diabetes. Um, apparently my body just stopped producing insulin at some point over the last two weeks. And whether it's permanent or we, they don't know, um, but they, the term they, I went to the hospital was diabetic ketoacidosis, which means that my, I had way too much sugar in my bloodstream and I was producing keys. Um, I think ketones is what they're called it. And essentially I could not produce insulin. So my body was starving itself. It was trying to get any sort of hydration from anywhere. And, you know, before I knew it, and that, that's why I would like wake up maybe two or three times a night to go pee. The most irritating thing I can tell you, man, like it, I just, I thought I was dehydrated. I kept drinking water and, um, and you know, like that old wife's tale, not wife's tale, but you look and if your urine is clear, then you're like, okay, well, I'm in the clear. So I kept thinking like I'm healthy ish, but apparently that that those are all signs of type one diabetes that, um, high sugar count, obviously, but mad cotton mouth, um, and extreme thirst, uh, no appetite and no energy. Mm. So they, I went to the hospital, they gave me an IV, they gave me insulin and, um, I, Came home three days later, uh, Thursday night, and just taking insulin now, um, trying to understand the diagnosis. Um, and I feel so much better now uh, that I'm actually taking insulin. Um, I had an appetite about, I went to the hospital Tuesday. I started having an appetite Wednesday evening again, and I finally ate something Wednesday evening. So, you know, it, it, I probably didn't eat any food for like four days that I just couldn't eat anything. And it's pretty wild, man. Like the more I'm reading about the, the term, they call it DKA. Um, a lot of people have come into the hospital and they have to be like intubated or they are in a coma. And the fact that I was like able to like talk and tell people what was happening. And I almost drove myself. Um, it was, it was pretty shocking. Uh, a lot of people were surprised. A lot of nurses and doctors were surprised that I was in, the decent quote unquote decent shape that I was in. Um, and I just got lucky. I got really, really lucky that, um, nothing that I was able to respond to the medicine properly that my body, my sugar count went down really quickly and that I'm able to like pretty much it was a week ago. So like the fact that I'm like normal, I have good color in my skin that I'm like, I'm gaining weight again. Um, like it's, I got pretty lucky and you know, all things considered, if you start throwing up when you had DKA, it's life threatening. And so they, you know, they didn't tell me all this until like afterwards of how close um, it, it was. And I don't know how close to death I was, but when my mom saw me before she took me to the hospital, she was scared, like freaked out. She said, my eyes were sunken in. I probably lost like, um, I was below my high school weight. I was like a 170, you know, you know, and before this, during the stay at home, I've been running, I've been trying to get in shape. I've been doing a really good job of that. 
and I guess I just lost either it, maybe the the weight I lost during running masked what I had lost in the last like two like week or so due to whatever's happening with diabetes. Mm. And on top of that, my vision started getting worse. And I just thought it was, it's probably a few things. It was a, I'm getting older and I hadn't had an eye exam in over a year. And B, it was probably this complication with a diabetes that I did not even know I had. So now that I know I have it, I'm controlling it, watching what I eat, making sure that um, my blood sugar is in the normal ranges. And if it's not just take insulin and just take it day by day. Yeah, man. You know, I, one thing, one thing that I've had, I actually physically, I saw you changing and for the last few months, yeah. um, I just, I just assumed that you were like, you know, in some sort of new regiment or, well, and, and, and I was, and I was yeah, running, dude, yeah, you were, and I know you, you got your golfing and your, your pick, pickup games, basketball, all that thing. You've always, I've always known you like very, as being very athletic. I think when I first met you, you were like on the chubby side, right? Oh yeah. You're like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're like coming at me like, oh, well, look at this little pudgy Jewish kid, right? Uh, <laughs> so, you know, but I, I've noticed that like in the last few months, um, you have been slimming down a lot. And I just never said anything and I, because I, I just assumed that you were going that route, right? Um, and, and I noticed that like, you know, in the last couple of times we've recorded, like the energy's different, like much different, right? And it's almost like, and... But even even so, like you've always been the one who's always kind of like on my ass, like, hey, bro, we can record. Hey, bro, we can record. And all of a sudden you kind of started falling off. Right. I know I know that things have been um, hectic because of the pandemic. And, you know, it's hard for us to get together and come up with content to talk about because there's no new shit to talk about. <laughs> right. Yet we have a podcast today. Yeah, there's no new sh- literally our shows about talking about new shit that's on Disney Plus and like other <laughs> stuff, right? And movie theaters and all that. But we don't have any of that. We don't have we don't have fucking baseball right now, right? So barely, barely got it. Barely. So, you know, I've noticed a change in you. And then all of a sudden, my wife Angelina, she's like, Has Brandon messaged you? And I'm like, No, he hasn't. And I'm like, maybe he's like giving up on you because you're like not as active with the podcast anymore. And I'm like, I don't know. And then I think um, that's when I sent you, a, I, I saw that you had posted something. You were like at the beach, you, you were like a nice little getaway with your family. Right mm-hmm. now. Now was that getaway before your episode? Yeah. Pretty much right before, like right before. Okay. So, so I see you and then like thing is, and you had posted something about like, you know, it was a much needed getaway and all that. And the thing is, I'm like, oh, okay, so maybe that's why he's not, you know, as active right now because I had gone through something similar to that weeks earlier, but for me, it was more like a mental kind of thing, right? You know, I was going through a depression and all that, and I was kind of like distant, right? So I'm thinking, hey, you know, maybe it's his turn now to be going through that sort of thing, right? And, and, you, so weren't, that, and, you, and you weren't wrong, by the way. Uh, yeah. you, you, you weren't wrong about the depression a little bit because yeah. not, not, and not, not, to, not to interrupt you, but uh-huh. like you said, with work and coronavirus and stress, it, mm-hmm. it's just a lot. It's a lot. And you need that, like you needed that break. Like I've been in heavy projects at work and I know you've been stressed at work too. It's just like, you need that break. So yeah, I definitely needed the break, but no, I would never give up on you, man. No, I know. I know. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, yeah, I, course, I was just thinking like everybody goes through their slumps. Everybody has them. And, and it affects, it affects the creative side of things, right? Like your little side project. It really does. Um, so then I sent you a text and I said, Hey man, you, I, the Bill and Ted three trailer came out. Let's talk about Bill and Ted, right? The, the first two movies. And then you didn't respond. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I won't bother. Maybe he's still out in like Ventura out there with his family. Cause I knew that's where you were. Um, and it's like, you know, like, and it's Ventura by the beach, not like, you know, like not by the onion fields. <laughs> Yeah, this is the um, nice part of Ventura. Yeah, right. So, um, so I was like, okay, well, you know, and then all of a sudden you just respond with like, yeah, I'm okay with that. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then literally you just fell off again for a few days. And then out of nowhere, you post this, this thing about you had just coming out of the hospital. And I saw that while I was at work and I sent it, I immediately messaged my wife and I said, Hey, so this is what's going on with been going on with Brandon and she saw your picture that you posted and she's like, 
she said she just couldn't believe it, man. You, 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 motherfucker, you look like a crypt keeper. Right? I know. Um, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, Jesus, man, Th- this guy, you look like, you look like the, like the, the second, you know, like the 120th minute mark of Castaway. All right. So <laughs> I'm like walking around with a fucking volleyball or something at that point. I look like all Kenyans who have run marathons, but just a white version of that. Dude, you, you look like you had just, uh, oh, no, I'm not even going to make this joke, you know, no, but uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the joke afterwards. Off the air. <laughs> Off the air. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> um, but, you know, it really, I think, um, it, it did, it did affect me. And I wanted to ask you more questions about what's going on, but I'm like, you know what? Brandon will reach out to me when he's ready because I don't like, it's kind of awkward. I'll be like, Hey bro, you okay? Tell me what's going on. And for you, you had probably already like spoken with dozens of people about what's oh, going man. on, you I, know? I, and I was definitely sick of texting the same story over. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, he'll, he'll reach out to me when he, when he's ready. Uh, but I will send him a text saying, Hey man, I, I love you. Uh, you know, and I hope you get better and all that sort of thing. But it really did affect me. And I was like, because, you know, when, when you see a, a loved one, you know, see a homie like that, like go through that, especially when we're like kind of around the same age, you know, uh, it reminds you of your own mortality, right? About like, maybe I need to take better care of myself too, right? Um, that sort of thing. Uh, but, you know, I'm not making this about me. This is about you. You're we're here now. You're alive. And I just, the one thing that I said to you, I said, well, you know, whatever changes you need to make, uh, go for it. Uh, and then, uh, you know, whatever changes we need to make to the nerd lot to make sure that you're healthy, I'm for it. You know what I mean? Um, that's, but I did ask you, I'm like, Hey man, uh, are you kind of like restricted where like you don't, you can't have a drink anymore. And you're like, well, they haven't really told me that. Cause I was ready to tell you, I'm like, if you can't drink on the show anymore, then I won't drink on the show anymore. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, kind of like in solidarity, that sort of thing. I, I, right? But but since you told me that you don't have any of that those restrictions just yet, um, please, please do do not do not change the way, especially virtually. I mean, come on now, that that would be extremely selfish of me. That's like, um, but also, it's, it's not you being selfish at all, man. It's it's you know, it's all solidarity. I I completely understand, and you know, it's just really early in the process. So I'm meeting with doctors next week. I'm going to meet uh, with an endocrinologist to determine yeah. a little bit more and. I'll ask those questions like, Hey, how many beers can I have? Um, you know, it's, you know, it's recommend, I, I don't, I'm not a heavy drinker already. So like the beers that I like to drink, like are the Bud Lights, light beers, and then mm-hmm. Guinness, you know? So I just got to pick and choose. It seems like I need to eat. I need to drink when I eat, um, based off everything that I've read. Um, but I'm just going to take it slow and ask the right questions. And, you know, if they tell me, Hey, you can have a beer like you, of course, I'm sure they'll tell me you can have a beer and, you know, it's going to be also interesting for me because like, I, I like data. I love data. I'm, I'm a big nerd when it comes to that. That's one of the things that I'm fascinated. Oh, like data, not like data from like the Goonies, right? Both. Um, so, but like, I, I love data, data, however you want to say it. Um, and, you know, it, it's just going to, you know, for example, like I want to see what my blood sugars would be like when I have a slice of pizza, when I have a beer, it, it, you know, I'm just going to, trying to understand my body and try and really become in tune with it to like, all right, well, I can have this, but I also need to do this. And like before I would just have whatever I really wanted to eat and I wouldn't really care about it. And now it's just a little bit better and trying to eat more veggies, trying to just be smarter. All right, man. Well, you know, again, well here, me and Angelina, we're rooting for you. Thank you. Uh, You need anything. Let him let us know. Uh, that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, we just, uh, just know on like on a more serious note, you know, just know that, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes these, there's, uh, reality checks and it reminds us that we're not allowed, we're not going to be allowed to be here forever. And now that you're a, a dad, a brand new dad, that little dude's going to need you around for a long time. Yeah. You know? I mean, and so it's definitely like, you know, I, well, I was in and out of the hospital so quickly. I haven't had a lot of time to reflect and like look mm-hmm. and see like how serious this was. I know how serious it was, but you know, there's not many times um, I feel I've never really brushed with death that often, um, especially what's been going on right now. You know, there's a lot of things. And this is a kind of perfect segue because there's a lot of things in the world that's happening that makes you think right now. 
and like you know especially what's going on with the police brutality and just the movement in general and just what's, what's going on with the election and moving forward there's a lot of things that there's a lot of gut check moments you know as, as we're going to have as a society and as people and you know when you see like a guy like George Floyd lose his life over nothing and then you know you, we can go back to our lives and just continue to do you know what we do and then you know this happened to me and it's just like it's not that that's the same at all but my, i i got i have to understand that that was a very very close brush with death and i need to make sure that i don't take anything for granted in the future and you know like you said we're not here for a very long time we just have to make sure that the time that we do have here we're using it wisely we're using it intelligently and we're you know loving our loved ones here here and making awesome podcasts Awesome podcast. And you know, you, you kind of mentioned uh, the whole thing about like everything that we're going on with like the civil unrest, police brutality. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you, you know, you know what side of that spectrum I fall in, right? I think, you know, um, what side I fall into, which is, yes, I don't uh, like peeing people. I don't like watching people getting the shit kicked out of them. I don't like it either. I don't like watching people who are supposed to protect and service, uh, you know, abusing that power. And then like, we shouldn't have to be afraid of the cops, man. But, yeah. you know, that's a different co- topic altogether. It is. Yeah. So um, that said, I mean, it's kind of hard to, with what everyone has in mind nowadays, it's kind of hard to assume that they want to hear like two, you know, somewhat middle-aged men talk about nerdy shit, right? It's like, it's like with everything going on, who wants to listen to these assholes? Well, so uh, with that in mind, I think we sh- me and you are still going to put stuff out there because oh, it's us hanging out, right? And to be honest, um, I really think people would rather listen to us talk about nerd stuff than to venture into topics like the movement or like nobody wants to hear another white guy tell them how unracist they are. Like, I'm done with it. I don't want to hear that shit anymore. Like, I just want I want to hear the people who actually were affected by it. And then mm-hmm. when it comes to the other stuff, I also want to get the other content because it's important to not just stay focused on negative stuff and you you want to like there is news and there is a like you said we have a whole stuff of movie stuff to talk about you know and you know there's still a lot to go on and we have you know we can bring more to the table than what is happening in the world because there's enough people to talk about that you know there's there's enough news networks that cover all that stuff that happens but there's also like people need to be brought joy and people need to be have that just remember like, Hey, you know, there is some cool stuff out there. There is some fun and you can, you know, you can be mad about civil unrest and you can also like the Mandalorian, you know, like there's, there's room for both. And I feel like we should, the world needs, the world needs us, Manny. The Batman light is in the sky. (laughs) The nerd light lot, (laughs) the nerd light. uh, It's in the sky. It needs us. Yeah, man. All right, man. That said, Let's go ahead and get into our nerdy speak, shall we? Let's do it. Dun, 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 dun. What, all right, man. What's in store for us next? So, um, what have you been binging? Uh, this, what like, have I been binging? Yeah, what, because pretty much we got nothing else to do. Mm. We're watching movies, we're watching TV shows. It, and it could be a movie, TV show, documentary. Um, you, you, can tell, you can tell me, tell the public. What have you been watching? Well, I got to tell you, though, you know, I always, uh, since the mid-March when the low lockdown thing started, I was dumb enough to think that I was going to be able to catch up on a lot of movies. All right. Now, anytime we do get to watch something on TV, it's like we're trying to catch up on TV shows or, uh, but one of them that I recommended that you ended up liking was Zoe's uh, Extraordinary oh, Playlist. Loved it. Right. Loved Which, by it. the way, just got renewed for officially for a second season. There you go. That's breaking for you. It's breaking news. Excellent. Um, but you know, it's, we've been, we've been watching a lot of stuff that like my daughter wants to watch, I think, but you know, once in a while we'll be able to sneak in a movie here and there. So the last movie that my wife and I were able to watch a couple of days ago is actually on prime video uh, called the vast of night. It is a low, uh, very ultra low budget uh, sci-fi flick. Uh, I think it, I read it cost about $700,000 to make. And the director actually funded the whole thing himself oh wow um but uh that said he really he really did a great job at telling a story 
with what little he had. So it's a sci-fi flick. It takes place in the 1950s. Think, think of it as like a 90-minute Twilight Zone episode. Of oh, I love the Twilight right? Zone. It's like a Twilight Zone meets, uh, I'm going to say, um, just more like fantastical stories and sort of thing, right? But it's very sci-fi. It's very well done. It's the kind of, I will tell you that it's the kind of movie where like there is one continuous like 10 minute shot with like no movement, just Ooh. dialogue, that kind of thing. And for a lot of people with ADD, I think it's going to be a hard watch. However, it, everything that's done in this movie is done on purpose. And it, there's a purpose to everything that you see or the pacing or the shots or not or everything. Um, I, I don't want to give away too much exactly what, is about this all i'm going to say is like there's two main characters in the 50s one of them works in a radio station and one of them works in one of those uh, as a switchboard operator and to hear a sound one night and um it all takes place within like a two-hour time frame oh basically. wow that's awesome. like in real time it all takes place because it think of small town america right in the southwest and the biggest event that friday night is the high school basketball game <laughs> So while the entire town is at this basketball game, all this other stuff is happening in the community with these two characters. Interesting. Right? The Vast of so, Night, you said? The Vast of Night, I recommend it. I highly recommend it. I really enjoyed it. And, you know, anytime somebody allows me, I tell them, hey, give it a view. So I actually asked you to watch it before tonight. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't get a chance to do it. Um, as you know, like, I'm a, it's, it's harder with the kids as you or I only have one kid. And that yeah. dude is not interested in any movie. That oh, are you not- having uh, are you having a hard time with your one baby? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like we just want to make sure that it's it's hard, and also with work too. Yeah, but I, I kid you, I kid. Of course, of course. Oh, my one baby, and I I don't even do anything. My wife does like ninety five percent of the work, and I'm just like, man, this is exhausting holding it for three minutes. Um, but what channel is that on? Is that a Prime? Prime Video, right? Okay. It's on Prime Video. It's labeled as an original, like a Prime, an Ooh, Amazon nice. original. Okay. But I mean, the guy made the movie. Amazon paid it, paid for it, and now they're distributing it. Of course, well done. I think if this movie ever becomes available, like on Blu-ray or 4K high def with like extra features, I would love to watch all the behind-the-scenes stuff about the making of this movie, the process. Of it. Yeah. Anyway, what have you been binging on? So, um, you know. We want, I didn't get a chance to do much because of obviously my situation the last couple of weeks. However, um, there is a show that I've been watching on USA that has really caught my attention and it's called Dirty John. I've already seen season one and season one is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the season two story. And there's a story about this lady named Betty Broderick. Have you ever heard of her? Uh, No. Okay. So she is her and her husband divorced in the late eighties in um, La Jolla. And this is probably one of the most famous divorces in San Diego history, maybe okay. in Southern California history. Um, she ended up shooting and killing him oh, and his shit. new wife. Um, and it pretty much, this goes over the story of how like their marriage dissolved and she just lost it. And I actually started listening to the podcast when I was in the hospital and then I found out there was a TV show. I was like, oh, well, let's, let's watch it. And Christian Slater is plays the, um, of, yeah, course. Know, of course, anybody in the eighties it's, but Slater's good. Like Slater's perfect in this role. And Betty Broderick is played by Amanda Pete and okay. Amanda Pete can play a psycho. Perfect. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, I think the last thing I ever saw her in was like the whole nine yards, by the way. Oh yeah, dude. Um, I think I remember, I think the first thing I saw Amanda Pete in was, um, Saving Silverman. <laughs> was that Amanda? Oh, it was Amanda Pete, right? That was Amanda Pete. Oh, yeah. Um, that was like her introduction. Um, and she was a crazy person then. But it's it's really I, – I like this show. It's really well done. Um, the way they the way they do things. And you know, it's a fascinating story in general. So I'm watching that. It's only on episode four. So I think there's another episode tonight or tomorrow. But there's another show that I only watched a couple episodes of. But it's – I love this show. It's called Babies on Netflix. Babies on Netflix. So I'm actually looking it up right now as as I, I go. As babies? Like, yeah. Babies uh, is that's what I'm doing. If you see me looking down, I'm actually I'm no, I, 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 I figured as much. Um mm-hmm. and 
like, and obviously because my son is almost 10 months, we are deeply invested and interested in this show um, because they're talking about how babies, like how they're not just blobs who just don't know anything. They're actually quite intelligent beings. And I'm sure every parent knows this, but it's still fascinating to understand and see like what these kids can do and how they can learn at such a young age. And, yeah. and especially cause I see, or I'm seeing it now. Like I see how my son has grown and you've seen how your kids are growing. Like, yeah. and also I was watching it, like watching my friends, kids grow up. Like it, it's just fascinating when I can go see, like, for example, I would see your kids and all of a sudden like, I remember when they were born and then all of a sudden I see them and like they're crawling and then they're walking and then they're talking. And it's like, this development is amazing. And now that I'm witnessing it firsthand and seeing like a little bit more behind the scenes of the show, it's, it's astronaut. It's phenomenal. I, I, I can't get enough of it. It's, it's really, really great. They kind of talk about, they go over different parents all over the world. Um, it's a really, really cool show. Season one, it was last year and then season two just came out and um, it, it's pretty fascinating. Oh, all right. So that's our, those are your recommendations then, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, you know, if you don't have any kids, babies may not be for you, but since we are dads and, you know, if you listen to the show, you probably have kids or at least um, know people that do or have nieces and nephews. It, it's just fascinating like to see the growth and to see how they can test these kids and the kids pass these tests and they're like, <laughs> it, it's, it's pretty crazy. So, okay. Absolutely. All right, man. And uh, another news. Uh, so those are your recommendations, right? Babies Recommend- and uh, was it Brenda Broderick? Uh, Dirty, Dirty John. Um, Dirty John. There Dirty John season two. Season two. All right, man. Well, moving on to different news. Uh, the big, uh, I think as far as in the movie world, uh, there's a couple of things that happened in the movie world, I think. Uh, the biggest one, of course, in the morning, I actually got the news that Joe, director Joe Schumacher uh, passed away. Uh, at the age of 80, I, uh, I I was able to read up a little bit on what happened, and it turns out he's been battling cancer yeah. for, uh, off and on here and there for uh, a while now. So, you know, I'm, I'm assuming that's what he, you know, finally gave into. Um, Fortunate. Fortunate to see that. At least for those who – you don't really have to be a big movie nerd to know – you may not know Joe Schumacher, but you sure as shit know his work. 100%. Um, 100%. I think he's had some great movies and you know and he has some there who that are like so bad they're good. They're like cult classics at this point, right? Well, I mean so that when he, when I googled him and the first movies that appear are Batman and Robin, Batman Forever and The Lost Boys. Probably the, yeah. the three most popular movies that he did. Cult classics opposite ends of the spectrum, right? Um, now what, some people will fight me tooth and nail telling me that they're both Batman forever and Batman and Robin are enjoyable. Yeah. And yeah, they, they are, you know, they're, they're terrible movies, but you know, they are, they're not the end of the world. No. I think, you know, and Batman and Robin is probably one of the most quoted movies of all time. It's like what killed the dinosaurs, the ice age. Right. Chill. And, Chill. and you remember, uh, you remember nipple gate, right? Mm-hmm. He, he added nipples to the bat suit. So, that was a big, huge thing. Del right, Kil- Joe, Kilmer's request. But Joe Shoup, the thing is, he later on in years uh, past, he's talked about how, like, it was the studio who kind of just, like... I'm sure. ...ran away with the movie. And by the time they got to Batman and Robin, he, like, had no interest. And he was kind of... That movie was, was just rushed exponentially. And they were just kind of like... Here, at this point, he's like, all right, just show up and, like, make the movie, whatever. Yeah. Um, but... And it's sad. It sucks that like that's those are the first two movies that people go to. Uh, but as you mentioned, uh, one of the other bigger ones, cold classics like The Lost Boys. Right? Lost Boys, probably one of the best vampire flicks ever ever made, right? But he has you know he kind of has a lot of other movies under his belt. Like you know he kind of the Rat Pack with like Saint Elmo's Fire. He's had other. You know, the guy knows how to adapt John Grisham movies, uh, books. Uh, he did uh, The Client. Remember with Tommy Lee Jones and Susan I Sarandon? Do. I do. But my favorite, yeah, my favorite movie of his, of course, is A Time to Kill. Okay. okay. Samuel L. Jackson, Sandra Bullock, Matthew McConaughey. 
yeah, they deserve to die. I hope they burn in hell. Right? Remember that famous line? Of course. Well, that movie, it's funny because not only is that my favorite movie of his, but I honestly feel like it's one that's required viewing at this point in time in our climate. Right? I think that's fair. Um, another one that I saw on his list that I really enjoyed that I forgot that he did was number 23. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's good concept, but I'm not sure it was well executed. It's weird. I think it's not a bad movie. It's just not. Oh, and um, Phone Booth. Remember Phone Booth? Yeah, Phone Booth. Uh, he did Phone Booth. He did um, Falling Down. Yes, Falling Down. Falling Down with Michael Douglas, right? Uh, that was that's, good. That, that, was good. that is a movie that's relatable nowadays. Um but he did Flatliners, like you said. I actually watched Flatliners. I'm like, man, this movie kind of sucks. Great concept, but just pretty terrible movie. Uh, <laughs> but he has so much stuff. Like other really good ones, smaller flicks, of course, movies like Flawless with Robert De Niro and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm-hmm. And he's actually uh, done another great indie flick. I think Colin Farrell in his early stages, uh, he did uh, yeah, Tiger Tigerland. Yes, that's right, that's right. And but yet, he, he, he um, has a lot of stuff under his belt. And uh, one thing that I was surprised that I saw there was he did the original Car Wash in 1976 mm. um, with Richard Pryor. And then that movie was remade in like the early 2000s, I think. Uh, no, it was called The Wash. Yeah, it, it, the, it, it, wash. the Wash. Yeah, written by DJ Pooh. <laughs> um, but they, <laughs> yeah, but you know, even though you don't know DJ the name Poo. Joe Schumacher. Uh, yeah, DJ Pooh. Uh, even though you, even though you may not know the name Joe Schumacher, you definitely have come across at least three or four of his movies in your lifetime. One hundred percent. It's sad to see. Um, it's sad to hear the news, um, especially you know. I mean, he got to live to eighty, and that's a great number. Unfortunately, he was cut short. Um, and you now it's just we can just remember him by watching his movies, and you know, clearly, like regardless of what you say about the Batman movies, those are in bat those are in the batman movies forever like nobody will you know it's just like if it's a good movie or a bad movie it's a batman movie and if you're a batman fan you're going to watch it and you're they're there if, yeah even even if you yeah you're you're going to watch at some point those movies may be in your collection you know that's just how it goes but uh yeah man so that's that's what happened today you know what's funny is that just last week uh, a lot of people on twitter like film twitter they were talking they were celebrating the anniversary of batman forever so a lot of a lot of reviewers were actually kind of um, revisiting that movie, Batman Forever, just mm-hmm. last week. And, be, and because of that, you know, I do my music, sh- uh, my internet music show on uh, Wednesday nights, and I actually played a couple of songs from that soundtrack on the show. And it's it just it, so that's why it's kind of like just the, the timing was so strange. I think <laughs> I'm like, oh, did I contribute to Joe Schumacher's death? You know. <laughs> Just no. like I, I like just like to this day I say that I killed Nate Dog, you know? But that's a whole different story. Uh yeah, we'll we'll save your murders for another podcast. All right, so there's that. So speaking of Batman, nerd boner time, right? This is a nerd lot exclusive. No, it's not a nerd lot exclusive. No, it's not a, it's everywhere now, right? But it's it's definitely in the nerd world, it's everywhere. Uh breaking breaking news. Breaking news that just broke today. So it's being reported by several several outlets. Uh Excuse me. By Look several me. outlets. You had to stand up for this one, dude. Well, no, no, no. Okay, so I'm si- I've been sitting on this damn stool, and like my butt cheeks are just mm. stuck to my underwear now. Oh yeah, that was exactly what so, I was like at the hospital. It was fun. So it's great. I, I think I think I'm just gonna stand going forward. Let's do it. Um, but the the breaking news as we talked about Batman movies, the two original Batman movies from the '80s with Tim Burton. You know, not the original movies because the original was in fact. Uh, you know, like uh, the ones, um, 1966 Batman, Batman, the movie. But anyway. That's Adam West, right? Yeah, Adam West. So uh, so we always talk about 1989 Batman or Tim Burton's Batman. So in Tim Burton's Batman and Batman Returns, which is my favorite uh, live action Batman movie, um, Michael Keaton played the role of Bruce Wayne slash Batman. Well, fast forward to the day. A lot of sources are breaking the news saying that Michael Keaton is once again in talk. Well, is it talks to once again play the role of Batman in the upcoming The Flash movie? Or as Bruce Wayne, you know? Right, right. 
So it's kind of like, you know, I think with this Flash movie, I'm starting to think that they're going to go into like the Flashpoint Paradox kind of timeline, you know, where like he jumps different kind of like timelines. You know, just, um, and, and then so I think he might be in the future where Bruce Wayne, by the time like Batman Beyond territory, and I'm thinking that like they may use the Flash to kind of like open up the world into Batman Beyond. That's what I'm hoping. You know, um, DC does need some sort of kickstart like that because Marvel has already done all the time travel. They've done all this. You know, they saved everything already. So DC, this would be a great move for DC if they could do this. Yeah, if they use this whole thing with the Batman Paradox, it's a great possibility to kind of like what they've been doing, like the CW has been doing with the, uh, you know, the, the Barry the, Allen stuff, right? Yeah, they, they went into like the Flash and they did a whole lot of, they opened it up, man. They opened it up, the universes and all that. Uh, but I think in the movie world, this is an opportunity for them to kind of like still acknowledge what they've been doing, but open up a different timeline and, and kind of like a whole reboot from that point on. That makes that makes good sense because Marvel didn't yeah. do that. They ignored the TV shows that Netflix had, and they were great yeah. TV shows. But Marvel was like, "No, nah, we don't. They're not part of our universe. We're just gonna, you know, whatever." So this, I, I hope they do that. I hope DC does that because that would be pretty dope. Because we also have the Pattinson Batman movie coming out eventually, and so yeah. if those two Batmans can exist at the same time, that mm-hmm. would be insane. Yeah, and you know they already kind of did it. They already kind of merged the both the what they have going on with the CW because I forget his name. Jeez, but the guy who played the the Flash in the most recent movie, what's his mm-hmm. name? Great actor, by the way. He was in the Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh yeah, um, I can't. I can't. Remember Ezra Ezra Miller is his name. Um, but anyway, they um, they actually showed him in the Flash as a TV show. Because oh, you know, they're going into like alternate universes, right? So they showed them. So like both flashes came together and they're like, whoa, whoa, you know, that sort of thing. That's it's pretty it's, dope. Yeah, so I, I'm excited about that. I Because I've for years, people have been talking about if they end up doing Batman Beyond, they need to bring back Bruce Wayne. I mean, uh, Michael Keaton asked Bruce Wayne. He would be perfect, like as far as personality-wise and all that. And uh, in my opinion, he's the best Batman in, on film. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and really, like, he's the only Batman that has a future. I mean, Christian Bale's Batman has no future. Like that that story is done. Like we're it's we're, done. It's we're final, done. right? We're done with that story. Oh, Even man. though, if Warner Brothers had wanted to, oh. they could have opened it up from that world, right? Of course. I mean, they teased Robin in that movie. They teased so much in the last. But you know, I think with Heath dying, that really it really screwed up a lot of things for what their plans were. But yeah. with Michael Keaton, he's already um, a villain in Marvel. And I'm curious to see, like, that would be great for him to be in both universes and to, to still play Batman and to, because he's still the vulture in Marvel. And it seems like that role is going to be expanded into the next Spider-Man movie. Yeah, I'm just glad that there's like this kind of like a Michael Keaton renaissance. Yeah, hell yeah. You know? He was great because in Spider-Man. not long ago, there was talks about a sequel to Beetlejuice. So that, as far as I'm concerned, that's still in the works as well. Come on now. Give me that. Yeah. Give me that. Oh, yeah. But yeah, you know, so there's that. So, you know, that kind of brought us back into nerdy talk, right? Oh, 100%. We're back. <laughs> We're back. All right. All right. Speaking of real, real nerdy talk. Uh, the reason that I texted you last week or maybe the week before is because they had just released a trailer for Bill and Ted based the music, which is Bill and Ted 3. You watched the trailer today? I did. Oh, yeah. I'll put, I'll put the trailer in post. So we'll, we'll, yeah. I'll put the trailer here. Um, I did watch a trailer. Um, it was probably exactly what I thought. Mm-hmm. Completely ridiculous. Um, it seems like Keanu's actually gotten worse at being <laughs> like – stoner Keanu because he's like a normal dude now and he's probably went through so much life yeah but um I, I forgot which one is Bill and which one was Ted I can't Ted what? is Bill is uh Jesus Ted is uh, uh Keanu okay so Bill and, and Alex Winter that's is right. uh, Bill so Alex looks great he looks like he's right. been ready for this role for like 20 years <laughs> <laughs> who by the way he was also in the Lost Boys Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was in Lost Boys also. So let's circle it um, back. Right. So, you know, okay, so I watched the trailer 
And first of all, first Bill and Ted and the second one, they are ridiculous movies. Completely. Right? Completely. But for their time, they were just great. And you kind of had to grow up watching those movies to kind of like now be a fan of them, right? So I watched the trailer now and I'm like, I'm not sure they're going to be able to attract a whole new generation of fans. I think they're really going to have to rely on the existing fan base to like really, you know, carry this. And then maybe, maybe uh, some new people will want to revisit parts one, two, and now the third one, right? Because, you know, you know, who doesn't want to watch Keanu and stuff? The guy, the guy's huge now. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was going um, So, but anyway, that said, the humor, because they are banking on the, the original fan base, the humor and style is exactly, exactly as you will find in parts one and part two, right? So, strange things are afoot at the Circle K, right? <laughs> Remember that? Or the only thing that's missing, and they even brought back William Sadler, who played Death in um, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, right? So I'm really looking forward to that. The only thing that this movie is going to miss is George Carlin. Yeah. George Carlin was Rufus in, in parts one and part two. I, I wonder if they're going to incorporate him somehow with CGI or him talking shit or. Or at least like a hologram, right? Like, or like a, ghost. a statue yeah, of him. That would be, cool. be cool. Yeah, man. But, you know, I'm. I'm I've been following the director and writer, Ed Solomon. He was like the writer and like, you know, the creators of basically the creator of the first two. And I've been following him on Twitter, even from before they announced that they were going to do Bill and Ted three. But um, based on the little snippets that he kind of gives and all that, I'm excited for this movie. I I really, I generally am. I think it's going to be stupid as fuck, but I'm for it. Um, And, you know, I'm excited for it. I think, I mean, I know that they're opening up theaters again, and it might be the movie that like finally gets me back into a theater to go see. I, I don't know. <laughs> even, how. If, even if even if it's just at the drive-in, you know. See, I, I would hope drive-ins. I'll, drive-ins are a great idea, and I, I think this movie might benefit from like a straight to VOD release or mm-hmm. something like that, like the way Trolls World Tour did. And yeah, because everybody who's a fan of this movie probably has money already, already has a job. They don't, you know, they can just like buy it and be like, "Cool, I'm just going to do it right now." I'm going to watch it. So um, I, I do hope it has a little bit of a life in theaters, but I think the life of this movie is going to be like, as soon as it comes out on digital and it's like, yeah, oh, I think it, I think it's, it's real life. that's going to begin and, and don't release that. Yeah, definitely. Even though, even, even if it gets a theater release, the real life, like, you know, the real bank, the Fed, the exactly. money will come in from the home release. Uh, so yeah, that said, Bill and Ted based on music. Yeah. Um, and we, we didn't even mention it. The plot, this the plot is literally they uh they need to make a song that unites the world that brings the world together again mm. and save that saves the world essentially i mean like there's so many how many different ways can you save it um and apparently they're going to go to the future and steal the song from themselves after they've already written it in the future the thing is Dude, these two guys these two guys were destined to re- write that music that was going to unite the world but they just they're such slackers they never got around to it right so it's so, just like let's jump ahead where we already did it i mean it's kind of genius right yeah so we'll see how it goes man but you know there's uh, i think they haven't really said much about it but uh bill and ted's children are going to be in this movie oh right? i didn't know that uh, yeah maybe, maybe Rem- remember, remember at the end of part two what have you seen part two? Oh yeah 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 so very remember at the end they have kids this is little Bill and this is little Ted. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. So it turns out that little Bill and little Ted are actually girls, and um, so they're girls and they're in it. But I will say that, like, I'm actually you look at pictures of when we're done, right? Like after this, look up pictures of them, what they look like, and they're like, oh my god. But one of them, uh, I think it's uh, Bill's d- daughter, uh, is played by Samara Weaving, who's a great actress. I get like you need to go watch her other movies. Uh, she did um, Ready or Not. I think you would dig that one. But she also did another movie uh, called Mayhem. Uh, so yeah, definitely watch watch those movies. Excellent, 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 excellent. All right. So hopefully, you know, we'll be able to do an episode on that movie when it comes out. Uh, oh, one hundred percent, and. Um, there's one more thing I wanted to mention because mm-hmm. before I went to the hospital, 
Sony had a huge, huge reveal over the PS5. And myself, I am a massive gamer. I love video gaming. Um, I'm extremely excited for the PS5. Um, and they had a reveal for one of the games that was coming out, which is a Spider-Man Miles Morales game, mm-hmm. which looks super, super sick. And the original, so I think in 2018, um, PS4 released a, um, or Sony released a Spider-Man game for PS4 exclusively. And that was probably, did you ever play the Batman Arkham games, Arkham Knight, Arkham City? I loved them. So very similar concept. You know, you could just like brawl and beat the shit out of people. But one thing about this game, which is great, is your Spider-Man. You can swing through the city and the map is so realistic that you're actually like in New York. So having experienced having experienced how awesome that game was, I'm very, very excited for uh, Spider-Man PS5 because it's also going to tie in with um, the next Spider-Verse movie that's going to come out, I'm sure. You know, I'm, I'm hoping the ties can, like, that's what, like we talked about with DC, I hope that we can get this little, this video game universe too. Um, because I think there's an Avengers game coming out too. I don't know how good that's going to be. Um, but I'm just, I'm very excited for PS5. I just want to throw it out there. I don't know how many gamers listen to us, but um, I'm definitely going to get myself the disc version because um, one of the key features of PS5 is it has backwards capability. Now, PlayStation 3 had backwards capability where you can play PS2 games and PS1 games. PlayStation 4 did not. That was, it, it stopped. And so that was kind of hurtful for me. And I'm sure a lot of gamers because you had a whole bunch of PS3 games that were essentially useless now. Yeah. on ps4 and so with ps5 it's going to change that so i'm very excited um about that uh one thing that sucks about these games is that the sizes of they're massive they're they're huge fucking files and it take forever to download so that's why maybe just i hope we get a lot of space i hope we get a, a terabyte maybe more of space uh so we can figure out because that's a that's a lot we need a lot of space for these games they're huge files but I don't, I'm, I don't know if you're going to get the PS5, but I definitely will. I, so You know, I actually, one of my coworkers um, was really excited, and we actually watched the keynote uh, presentation of it when it was released. So I was able to watch a bunch of, uh, I think I saw the demos for like uh, Resident Evil. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's like a wolf in it. And, um, but the one that I was really, I, I was really impressed with how great, you know, the, the graphics were in these games, right? And I think the one that stood out the most for me, because I was always, you know, one, I, I love games like, you know, like Arkham City and Arkham Asylum and yep, all that. Yep. But I also like racing games. And one, uh, aside from Need for Speed, I was a big fan of the Gran Turismo games, right? So I saw the, the, I saw the demo for the new Gran Turismo. I think it's Gran Turismo 7 or something like yep. that. Yep, GT7. Uh, yeah, 7. And I was just in awe Blown at like, how realistic it was. Like the lighting, the angle of the lighting everything it was just so great and so i mean as far as gaming it's kind of it's kind of hard for me right now you know because i have like a six-year-old and twin two-year-old boys so i'm not even sure when i'm going to be able to get to play a video game but i think like the last console that i had was a ps3 and before the kids were around, I would play video games. And then once the kids came around, the only thing I would use my PS3 for was like streaming. Because at the time, you know, you'd stream Netflix with it and yeah. watch Blu rays. And that was pretty much it. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. I think I, I, I'm not sure I'm, re- I'm going to be ready to make the investment on the PS5 unless I know that I'm really going to get good use I, out of it. I will do it for you. Well, okay not for that. not for you but like for uh, for the nerd lot for the nerd lot all right you i'm i'm gonna completely leave you in charge of uh all, anything gaming related to the ps5 1000 percent. um that was it we got our checklist dude we talked about everything we want to talk about all right sounds good i mean the only thing that i missed was like i actually got the COVID test done today oh yeah how was that um you know i was really worried Right. I was really freaking out, like the whole idea of like somebody's jamming something straight up your nose. Um, and I was very nervous about it. And, uh, you know, a few people that I know who have gotten it, they were always talking about how just painful it was and all that. So I was just like, I just didn't know what to expect. So then it happened. And I was just kind of like the nurse was there and she's like, are you ready? And I'm like, do I have a choice? I'm already here. Right. So she's I'm like, just do it. 
and I just felt the swab go in and like way deep in there. And it's not just like around your nostrils. I heard it's like, yeah, it's like, they're like poking, they're, 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 they're poking into your brain basically. Um, but they surprisingly, it wasn't painful. It was a very weird sensation though. It was kind of like, you know how like when you jump in the pool and water gets uh goes oh, up your yeah, nose, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like that discomfort. It's not pain, but it's discomfort. It's like that, but a lot more focused. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It's a lot more focused, and instead of like where the where you get water in your nose, it's kind of like the whole front of your face kind of feels like that. With this one, it's like that feeling, but very, very fine, like a very specific place. Um. So and it was over quick enough and i think i'm supposed to get the results in a couple of days but i already know i'm pretty confident it's gonna be negative i just had to get it done because um as you know i i I do a radio show at a radio station and uh so a bunch of our djs had to go got to to make sure that we were it was safe to be look man better be safe than sorry you know especially with what's going on and you know i don't want to get too political and it's like it's just you just want to be safe and if people want to talk shit about it like whatever dude like i'd rather be negative i'd rather be negative a thousand times and be positive once Right. Yeah. You know, but you know, it, this is, this isn't one of those things where like, um, this, this, this isn't, there's no room for opinion on this. Right. It's just, it is, or it isn't. There's no room for opinion. This isn't like an opinion is like, I can tell you that is a terrible fucking shirt you're wearing. And other people will tell you it's love. It's a great shirt. Well, right? That's a I, lie. It's a great shirt, but you know, you know, right. And then we'll be like, well, we'll agree to disagree. All right. You believe what you want to believe. No, none of that. And, and, and it just surprises me how some, so many, yeah, you're wearing Mando and the child on a shirt, but it surprises me how many people are like, well, we, we're going to have to disagree. I went, no, there's no agreeing or disagreeing. Things just are right. <laughs> things, things just are. Like, and, it, and why does everything have to be an argument? Can't it just be <sighs> like, I don't know. Yeah, you know, but whatever, you know, let let Darwinism do its thing. <laughs> Hopefully, um, yeah. You know, there's one thing I did want to. One thing about this time that I before we head out of here, this has been like a lot of people are like they want to ask your opinion on something, but then they never want to hear your answer. They just want to ask the question to tell you their answer, right? Or tell you how they feel about it. And it's just like, hey, Manny, how was the COVID test? Well, I heard this. They didn't even let you fucking say anything. It's like, hey, how about you shut the fucking let me say? Let me tell you how it was. I'm like, don't, don't, you asked me a question, man. Like, let, me, gotta let me answer, right? Um, but yeah, that's that's where we are. <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, hopefully, you're not safe. It seems like you will. Um, and uh, just no, Now that I think about it, I kind of do this, and I kind of still feel the soreness. See, like right there, like, like I feel it, like mm. – yeah. Well, look at the size of this nose. It would have had. It would be. That would not be fun for me. Well, you know. One day, <laughs> I mean, one day we'll hope. You know, I do want to get an antibody test eventually. See and see what happened. But you know, enough of that. Until then, uh, Manny, tell the people where they can find our show, please. That's right. Wait. That's right. We can find our stuff. Uh, you can still find places. us. You can still find you can us. Still find places. us. Right. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, find us there or you know so you can uh, check what other stuff we got going on in between shows and but to be able to hear our shows we are on apple podcasts we are on spotify we are on stitcher google play stitcher, every, google, we're everywhere we're everywhere we're, we're everywhere i think and you know you can find us there that's reality but i think the main one that people listen to us on is apple podcasts and if you do happen to listen to us on apple podcast do us a solid drop a rating Give us a review. Show us some love. Um, yeah, definitely. Who doesn't like appreciation, right? But you know, one thing's great about it is that I think we have more we have more people listening to the show than who actually showed up to Trump's rally. <laughs> Too soon. That is true. No, no, no. It's one hundred percent fact. I think that was um he was a punching bag on Saturday. So a lot a lot of jokes, a lot of jokes. But a lot of jokes, man. If we can get a half filled arena then, you know, maybe we can make it anywhere. Who knows? Who knows? All right, Brandon. Listen, man, I'm, I'm glad you're doing a lot better. Thank you. Thank uh, you too. And I hope you continue doing better. And uh, you're able to kind of like tame this beast that you're uh, now experiencing. And uh, because, you know, we need you around. Just 100%. Me, but more importantly, your family needs you. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, but do better. 
I mean, not do better. <laughs> do well. <laughs> That's what yeah. I was trying to say. Like, like do do better with your life, man. No, no. But, but but it's true. Like the message yeah. is there. Like, kid, stay stay healthy. Get healthy. Get healthier. There's always room for improvement. And like, we just want to be here for as long as we can. All right, listen, man. But I think uh, we're gonna have to get uh, we're gonna have to get together again and like absolutely you know, book, uh, talk about something else. You know what? Let's um. Ah, I think I already know what, what we're going to do for the next one. All right, perfect, man. Perfect. Well, you know, it's great hanging out with you for a little bit. I think, you know, since the lockdown, every time we do an episode, it actually just feels like we're just hanging out. That's what I love about it. And, you know, and unfortunately, we we haven't had a chance to meet up in person as much. But once, if you think the show is good now, just wait till we get back together in person. Yeah. It, we, we had a certain, we had a thing going on where we were able to record like, you know, in person. And uh, definitely, the energy was a lot different. Oh man, it was a lot, it was a lot of fun. I, I had no problem staying up till two in the morning then because it was just it was just fun. So I can't fun wait to do it again. All right, Brandon, well, it was great right, talking buddy. to you again. Absolutely. All right, well, my name is Manny, and my name is Brandon, and you've been listening to the Nerd Lot. Till next time. Excellent. All right, All I'm right. gonna stop the recording, dude. Um, nice work, man. This is good stuff. Yeah, as always. All right, dude. All right brother. So Have listen, uh, let, yeah, let's uh, let's get together soon. Let's let's try to really like pump these out. Yeah, yeah, and, no. I... But only only if you're feeling well, okay? Because if you're, if you're not, if you feel like the energy is just not there, then don't worry about it. All right? no, I'm 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 thinking I have this I uh, not under control, but it's on the right path. So um, mm-hmm. you know, I'll just I'll keep you updated, keep you posted, and yeah, this this is a good start, good restart. All right, all right, brother. All right, buddy. Have, have a good night, night, man. You too. Take care. Later.